0: Hi, this is Ron Darling with SNY TV. Um, You know me from covering the Mets, and uh, I hope you get a chance to listen to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. I had a great time. I hope you do too. Mets Musings is an unofficial independent podcast covering New York's National League Baseball team. It is not affiliated in any way with Major League Baseball or the New York Mets. This This is is Len and Jeff from Baseball and Barbecue. And the one place to go for New York Mets news, past week game reviews, upcoming series previews, interviews, analysis, opinion, and and what's going going down down on the farm. farm. It's It's Mets Mets Musings with Gary Mack. So keep Keep the faith, faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. Mets Musings with with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. And hello, welcome to another edition of Mets Musings. It's it's a bit of a sad edition tonight because we have the news coming down and the MLB has delayed the start of the baseball season for two weeks at least because of the coronavirus outbreak. We don't know much beyond that point. We're going to try to find out some more with my guest tonight, uh, who's going to join me in just a second. But just so you know, Major League Baseball has delayed the start of the 2020 season by two weeks because of the coronavirus outbreak. Joining me this evening is one half of the radio broadcast team of the New York Mets. He is Wayne Randazzo, and Wayne, welcome back to Mets Musings. Hi, Gary. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And I guess I should ask you the same question. How are you, Wayne? It's kind of a crazy day today as Major League Baseball has uh, delayed the start of the regular season back at least two weeks what do you know? Do you know anything further, or what's going on? No, I think uh, yeah, I
1: did see where um, the CEO of the Arizona Diamondbacks spoke pretty at length today, Derek Hall, and you know he kind of shed a little bit of light on what they have, what they're thinking about right now, which mm-hmm. would be you know, if it is only two weeks just to kind of pick up wherever the schedule is and and go from there. So, you know, in that case, they probably have a a finish to spring training and then, um, you know, pick up the season April 8th or 9th or whatever, and and just play out the schedule from where it is and maybe even make up the games at the end of the season. Um, You know, that's really a best case scenario. Obviously we don't know anything about what's going to happen. Look, look how this story has advanced in the last three days Mm -hmm. um you know i i think there's far worse case scenarios as well where you know the season doesn't start until much later plus i've heard some talk about you know if the virus kind of goes off during the warmer weather could it come back again when it cools off in the fall which would be something that baseball would have to worry about so um, there's just a lot in the air right now, and I don't think there's really any answers for for what's going on.
0: And it's got to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, concerning for for like you. You're down there now, and uh, really, what are you going to do? I mean, do you stay there? Do you come home? Do you what? What are your plans?
1: Well, personally, you know, we happen to not have any broadcasts this week, so we we're all home, so uh, uh-huh. I've been, uh, I'm have been. i home. Howie lives down in West Palm Beach in the offseason, so he's there. Uh, you know, Gary was doing Seton Hall, so he's home. So, um, you know, we weren't really there this week anyway, oh, so God. we really didn't have to, to leave there. Um, but, you know, certainly as far as the team goes and the players, I think what will ultimately happen is that the facilities will remain open for the players to work out. And other you know, if they want to stay they mm-hmm. can. If they want to go back and work out where they live, I'm sure they'll they'll be allowed to do that and be with their families and all that. You know, some guys live down there anyway, so they'll wow. wanna work out at the facility and you know some guys will, will just wanna stay uh for whatever reason and some guys won't. So I, I think that for now uh, you know, they'll just kind of treat this as an extension to the off season.
0: It's just kind of a shame in a way, uh, because you know, you, you, you're you getting your body in shape. They're getting closer. They're getting their timing ready and everything. Now to have an interruption, of course, it, it's for something that's very important. It's, you know, not a frivolous interruption. But uh, still, it's got to throw a, a, like a little monkey wrench into the works.
1: It, it could throw a tremendous one into it. You know, we really yeah. don't know how long this can go. I mean, is, does it? what if it gets to a point where... You know it's into June and there's still not you know it's still not safe to let people into the stadiums do you play in empty crowds um, at least you get you know have people watching on TV and listening on the radio I guess right. that's that's possible you know players itself to travel uh, which you know I don't know what traveling situation will be like then I mean do you get to a point where it gets so late that you don't even it's not even worth playing this the season at all I mean these are these are you know nightmare scenarios right but certainly things that are on the table right now. So, um, you know, we didn't think it would come to this this quickly. I I thought, you know, a few days ago, maybe, you know, just playing games at empty stadiums for a while until things settle. But, you know, once Rudy Gobert and and the Utah Jazz had that uh, situation last night, it it was pretty clear that there was going to be an extreme reaction. And and now we've seen it today with really the the shutting down of of all sports in, in the college and professional ranks.
0: And, of course, the uh, you mentioned Utah Jazz, and the uh, I believe the one player that uh, tested positive, his father is an employee of the New York Mets.
1: Well, the first player was Rudy Gobert, who uh-huh. was the one that was uh, said to have had it last night. And oh, okay. then today, after all the Jazz personnel was tested, a second player was revealed to have it, and that is Donovan Mitchell, Jr., who is certainly a superstar for the Jazz, but on top of that, yes, his father, Donovan Sr., is um, in the Mets organization as the director of player relations. So, you know, he kind of is a facilitator for the players to get to where they have to be as far as any sort of meet and greets they have to do or any sort of autograph signings or anything that really involves uh, player involvement in the community. Donovan serves as a liaison to the players and is kind of responsible for, you know, keeping them on track with that stuff. So he does work closely with the with the players. He's in the clubhouse a lot. And uh, obviously it's a, a primary concern, certainly for Donovan uh, personally, that he is okay, but also the fact that, you know, he could easily have spread it to other players and coaches mm-hmm. and, and people that are in the locker room a lot.
0: Right. Have... Have the Mets contacted you at all about being tested, or do you know of anybody on the Mets staff that, uh, or on the team that has been uh, told that they have to get tested at all for this?
1: I I haven't heard if any of the players need to be tested. You know, certainly if, if I think Donovan is being tested, Donovan Sr., if he comes up with a positive test, then I think, at that point the players will likely all be tested and i would imagine they would do the same thing that they just did for the jazz and test everybody um you know it's you know when you think about it for yourself yeah i've i've, I've been around donovan in the last week and you know i it's been five days since i've been in florida so um you know i'm i'm symptom free and but doesn't mean i'm not a carrier for it so right. i think you, it's, it's all something that you have to think about and um, you know, well, but if, if Donovan tests positive for it, then I think the players will then start to have to be tested.
0: All right. Well, let's talk about some, well, I guess uh, I, I <laughs> some more pleasant news, I guess. The uh, the Mets and whether there'll be a season, we don't know, but we could still talk about it anyway. And uh, spring training was rolling along and we saw some. A lot of good young players down there and this team seems to be in a better position this year uh, health wise of course we, we have the Cespedes issue and now Michael Conforto but uh, what's your thoughts overall on the team that you saw when you were down there
1: yeah I think it's a team that's ready to compete if, if they get the chance to do it so you know it's really uh, I think a well put together team and I think that there's a lot really on on every side of it that the team should be excited about, you know, obviously coming back with Alonzo and McNeil after what they did last year, and degrom's the best pitcher in baseball right now and and on and on it goes, you know, I think Conforto was seemingly locked into what could have been a good season, although he just did have the oblique strength, so you know he'll have some extra time to rest that um you know I think there was a lot of positivity around the camp a lot of a lot of people remarking. Know, for better or worse, that this was a very drama-free Mets spring training. There really wasn't a whole lot to talk about as far as anything negative regarding the team, and you know, Louis Rojas has seemingly run a, to this point a tight and, you know, maybe in a, in a good way a boring uh, camp so far, which is <laughs> you know, I think what the Mets wanted. So, right. um, You know, I think everything that, that they felt about this team and about the fact that they could be in contention was all true, and I think that if the games get played relatively soon you know we'll see a team that uh, can compete for the division
0: title and uh some of the young guys that that uh, we've seen that have uh, looked very good uh, uh andres jimenez has looked very good at shortstop um you know uh maris looks pretty good and and uh uh, what's your thought on some of the minor leaguers and, and some of the acquisitions that the Mets made over the offseason, how they appeared to be?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's not much mystery to Marisnik's game. You know, he's uh, he's going to be basically what Juan Lagares was and uh, just be a good glove off the bench and a guy who can handle center field and, you know, hopefully give you a, a decent right-handed bat off the bench. Um, you know, I, I think the interesting thing about camp this year was you know what the Mets were going to do with their starting rotation and how, you know, Michael Wacha was going to fit into things along with Stephen Matz and, and to a degree Porcello. Although it seemed like Porcello was pretty locked into a spot. So you know, I think, I think it seemed like uh, Matz and Wacha were really in a battle there, and, and both had been pitching well. So you know, obviously this uh, cuts into that, but you know, it, it seemed like uh, everything the Mets were hoping to see this spring. They got to see it. Even Andre Jimenez as you mentioned, you know, you can certainly see a difference in his game. Uh, a ton of improvement. He, he looks stronger. He looks like a better hitter than I've ever seen him, and he's he's obviously a very good shortstop. So, uh there you know there's a lot uh, of progress happening and I think the Mets uh you know are are pleased with how spring has been going.
0: It's a nice situation uh with uh, Jimenez and, and Rosario and uh but uh they will have to make a decision somewhere along the line, won't they, uh, w- between the two?
1: Yeah, eventually. I mean, you know, I think right now they're, they're comfortable with Rosario as a shortstop. And he made strides to improve defensively in the second half last year, and, and I think that they were, You know, he's still very young, and they were fine with him being the, the guy this year. Um, if Jimenez pushes the envelope, then, yeah, maybe if Rosario will have to move positions and, and maybe, uh, you know, take some pressure off of Cano at second base or you know, maybe he moves into a, an outfield platoon somewhere. But, you know, I think that they, uh, you know, for now I don't, I don't think that would be a, an issue until you know maybe the end of this year or start of next.
0: You know, they say sometimes the trade that you don't make are the best trades and uh, of course not moving. Dominic Smith is probably is, Is looking better now that Conforto got hurt because it gives them that extra outfielder. Um, What direction do you think that they will take? There's been several options suggested at now that Conforto is uh, injured. Um, What what direction do you think it'll take?
1: Well, I mean, you know, before everything got canceled, it it seemed like a good fit for J.D. Davis to move Mm -hmm. to right field. uh, you'd have Dom play left, and you could just have those two guys in the corners. Well, Conforto was rehabbing, but obviously at this point, you know, even even the extra couple of weeks should help Michael get to a point where he's healthy enough to play. So, um, you know, I don't know if that's going to be an issue when they come back too, like it would have been had this continued done as planned. But uh, you know, I think the Mets do have some flexibility there, and you know, I think Dom's a part of that. And, you know, it sounded like Eduardo Nunez was going to try to play some outfield as well.
0: And, uh, of course, the extra time off is going to help Joanna Cespedes, I would imagine, as well, uh, to try to get ready. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on, on Cespedes, how he looked when he was down there?
1: Well, in the, in the cages and, and during BP, you know, he looked great. You know, he still is a guy who, who can wallop the baseball and hit it a long way. Um, you know, there looked, there looked to be nothing different about his bat at all. You know the, the the slow part for him is going to be you know running enough to where he's a capable major league outfielder and and good enough on the bases where he can he can move around. So you know that's that's going to be a continuing issue for Yoenis. And yeah, the, the extra time helps, but uh, you know he's just now starting to run down the first base line. He's not really running the other bases yet. He's not doing a ton in the outfield. So you know he's still a work in progress from those standpoints. But you know the bat you know looked the same.
0: And the bullpen, of course, everybody's speaking about Geris uh, uh, Familia and the uh, weight loss and how he looks, and and he's looked pretty decent what I've seen on TV. Uh, what's your thoughts on the bullpen as it's uh, built so far?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of optimism with the bullpen. Obviously, the way Familia's come back into camp, uh, looking ready to go, is a good sign. You know, Edwin Diaz, uh, I think the Mets still want to see a, a little bit more dominance from him this spring than what we had seen. Uh, Dylan Batanzas, you know, as another guy that extra time is going to help because mm-hmm. I, I didn't think it was very likely that he would be ready for opening day, just judging by how slowly they kind of brought him along. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his, his velocity looked pretty far down his first couple of appearances, a little bit better the second time than the first time. So I don't know if he would have been ready right away. But, you know, with at least two extra weeks, uh, yeah, he's 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 probably going to be ready to go. And, and again, that's the best-case scenario, that it's only two weeks here. So, um, you know, I, I think the bullpen is going to be good. Justin Wilson looked great this spring. Uh, you know, he, he was messing around with a good uh, curveball that looked really good. And, and, you know, he was probably the best reliever the Mets have had in spring training this year uh, is Wilson. So, you know, I think they're all in good shape. And uh, I think that they were excited to get this season started.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it, and and as well as the uh, starters as well, Degrom is having his usual ho hum spring, and <laughs> and uh, the new guys have looked good. You mentioned before how Mats and Walker looked. What's your gut feeling on on uh, what they're going to do with that situation?
1: Well, I, I mean, to me, I would I would have Stephen Mats be the fifth starter. You know, if it came down to it, I, I think he's earned it. I think he had a very good second half last year. You know, he's been in the organization. Uh, I think that he's worked hard this spring and he he's enjoyed working with Jeremy Hefner as the pitching coach. And, you know, I think Steven's in a good place right now. And Michael Waka, I think, you know, he, he provides clearly a lot of depth in that rotation and he would be fine out of the bullpen. I, I don't think, I think you could more easily use Waka as a reliever than Matt's. And I think, that would be the way I would go, but you know, you never know how it's going to shake out and what they think would be best. And, right. and at this point now, you know what the schedule is even going to look like. Right. You know, at, at first they were talking about maybe not needing a, a fifth starter until a couple of weeks in. Um, you know, if they're going to have, to, if it gets to a point where they have to re-jumble the schedule and what the off days will look like and, and all that, and then you know these guys will need to ramp up again. They're not going to go straight into the regular season. You know, they're going to have to kick off spring training again, and you know play at least I would think uh, ten or fifteen games down there.
0: And uh, you know uh, another reason to have Matson because you like to have the lefty in there too to break it up.
1: Yeah, it's, I think I think Stephen checks a lot of the boxes for them, and uh, you know I'd, I'd like to see him get that that opportunity.
0: Well, Wayne, it's it's a shame that this had to uh, happen the way that it did with this all of this uh, coronavirus, uh, but it's here and it's a fact of, of uh, life, and I guess we have to just go along with it. But um, uh, you know, the med seem poised, ready to go, and and uh, let's hope that we can get the season going as quick as possible.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what everybody wants. Uh, yeah, obviously. Everybody is being encouraged to to stay safe and you know maybe stay inside more and, and keep their distance a little bit more from people and, and try not to spread this thing around too much and you know hopefully uh, the results of all these shutdowns uh, are are good you know it's mm-hmm. not just it's not just baseball they it's basketball it's hockey it's right. Broadway it's Disneyland it's Universal I mean it's 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 on and on and on and you hope that this will have the desired effect pretty quickly so that, you know, we can, we can return to normalcy and, and, you know, this thing can go away and, and less people will get infected. And, right. you know, we can, uh, we can watch baseball and do all the things that we like to do for fun again.
0: Yeah. We're all chomping at the bit. And I'm sure you guys are just as much to call the games. And I want to thank you for, uh, taking some time out tonight and coming on with me and, uh, uh, stay healthy.
1: Yeah, you too. Thanks a lot, Gary.
0: Okay, Wayne. Thanks so much. And I'll be back right after this.
1: Hi, I'm Ron Swoboda of the 69 New York Mets, and you're listening to Mets Musings with Gary Mack.
0: Looking for great Cardinals talk?
1: Then check out Conversations with C70. My name is Daniel Shofta, and I talk with some of the great bloggers on the Internet today about their teams. It always comes back to the Cardinals. Find the latest episode on my website, www.cardinal70.com along with Mets musings and other great baseball podcasts.
0: With all the Mets news, it is the news from around the world and around the corner. Here's Gary Mack. And I'm back. And uh, as you can tell, it's it's a very fluid situation with the coronavirus. So um, we really don't know a lot about what's going on, what the guidelines are going to be for the rest of the unofficial, I guess, spring training. Um, As Wayne said, Arizona and the facilities are going to remain open and the players will be able to uh, do whatever they wish there. Uh, I would imagine most of the major league uh, teams will do the same thing as they do have the minor league camps going. So I am pretty sure that they'll all be open and allow the players to try to stay in a semblance of shape. They've been getting ready, getting game shape, and uh, y- you hate to now shut them down or anything. Um, and there's always a fear of injury then when you do come back. But. Uh, we try to discuss a little bit about the Mets to break down the season. It's it's kind of difficult because we don't know if there's going to be a season even. So, um, But we did the best we could, and I hope that you found it enjoyable. Uh, and with that, I guess uh, I'm just going to say it's going to wrap it up for this week's show. I hope you enjoyed it. I want to thank my guest once again, Wayne Randazzo. Uh, part of the radio broadcast team of the New York Mets. Thank you for taking the time out and joining me this evening. And I want to thank all you for listening on Castbox or uh, Google Play, Apple Podcast. Uh, please subscribe when you listen on those sites. Uh, whatever podcast app you prefer, we're probably on it. We're on like 10 or 12 or 15 of them, something like that. So please. Check us out and uh, subscribe so you'll know when the next show is coming down. Just hit that subscribe button and it helps me grow the show and expand to new listeners. And until next time, remember, here we go again. Um, keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go meds. And stay healthy. Wash your hands. Wipe down surfaces. And stay healthy. Let's beat this coronavirus so we can get, uh, get baseball going again. And I'll see you next time on another edition of Mets Musings.